Welcome back, you guys. It is Amy here live, and um, we're here on the bridge live in Austin, and you um, are listening to a show that we do every Saturday morning from 10 to 11. Thank you for being here. If it's your first time, will you go and visit amymillslive.com or check out soldoutministries.com. It's soul like your soul, S-O-U-L. That is the foundation of the radio program. It is the ministry that was founded many, many years ago to help people just find and walk out freedom so that they don't have to live under uh, oppression that attaches to us as we go through life. Everybody has it. Nobody's immune to it. And I had such a radical transformation in my life of being able to get rid of that oppression. And um, I just, I felt like I had a secret that I had to share. And so that's the foundation of the ministry, which is the place that we come from every Saturday is just content that tries to help you um, better your life in some way and to just shed those uh, scales sometimes that we know we need to, 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 to get rid of. Maybe sometimes we don't even know how. All right. I want to quickly download um, this cool little article. I'm going to skip through it and give you the high points. But it was an article that I found as I'm here at home, um, healing from back surgery, and it's on burnout. And it talks about the effects. It's really talking about the effects of workplace uh, burnout and how, how widespread that is. But it also gives some really great tips. And then it brought me to think about the fact that this book that I've been reading called The Happiness Project, it's really about um, the, the, the study of positive psychology, the positivity factor of when we can have positivity in our life and how that translates, honestly, to um, a spirit of happiness. And I know that you know the word of God tells us that that's the kind of spirit we're supposed to have. We're supposed to have a spirit that is lighthearted and, and, and life-giving and full of joy and happiness and creativity. And, you know, the Bible talks so much about us not being burdened or weary. And so this all falls within that. So it's talking about um, how surprisingly common burnout is, affecting people in all types of jobs, positions. It talks about the fact that no industry is exempt really from this, this, they call it a syndrome, actually. It says, uh, let me give you some numbers here. Affecting people in all types of jobs and positions from minimum wage to industry workers to CEOs. As a 2018 Gallup poll of 7,500 full-time employees revealed that 23% felt burnout symptoms often or always. 44% felt the effects of burnout at least sometime. Burned out employees are also 63% more likely to take a sick day and 23% more likely to visit the ER. <laughs> I mean, it talks about how stressful and, you know, whatever it is that we put our hand to in life can become to the point where um, it says this CEO is, is giving an interview. And she says, I didn't feel anything. She said, um, I was so burned out on uh, this training mechanism that they had. She said, I felt like inside of me was like a piece of coal. It talks about the situation soon becomes self-reinforcing, meaning what happens is emotional withdrawal leads to greater disconnection from the things that make life and work worthwhile. 
I have um, a coach, a, a life coach, because I am a life coach. And I feel like if you're going to coach, you need a coach. And we were talking about this little survey she took just this week of five people she was with on a phone call, training them, helping them. And she said that the number one thing that came out of that phone call of talking about these gals and what they, they're all professionals, what they needed in their lives. And the main thing they were talking about is that they were lonely, but it led to finding and feeling out, feeling that they were dis, they're feeling disconnected. And they, they shared that it was actually in every space of their life, their professional and their personal and their spiritual. And when I began to read this article and, and this coat, my coach had already given me this information. I started to think, oh my gosh, um, this is about burnout. This is about not living with our set of values as priority. One of the exercises that I give when I'm life coaching is that we talk, we do a worksheet on values and you have to break down what are your values in life and you have different categories and you list them. And I can't tell you the kind of epiphany that people have, have when they realize that the values that they have in life, that they say core, I'm talking about core values. Like I'm, I'm meaning in the center of you, your core values. And when you go through this exercise, you realize that you're not living even half your life aligned with your values. I mean, is it no wonder that we would feel so disconnected? And so that was really a revelation for me myself. And I went back, I had done this values exercise a long time ago. And I thought, I got to go back to this and look at these values and, and see if there's any area in my life that's out of alignment, because that's where the disconnection comes. That's where the loneliness comes. That's where you start to feel like you're not effective in any area of your life, because everything you're doing has no value to you. And that's just something that has to get, that has to get changed. That, that is something that has to get realigned for any of us to have life in our life. I mean, this is not a biblical principle. It probably is if I dug into it, but this is just a life principle. This is a life hack. If you're not living life aligned with your values, you are going to feel miserable and, 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 and lost. And so let that be something that comes out of this article. And then it said, paradoxically, burnout can't occur without caring. What often begins with a deep desire to do a job well turns into a form of numbness. It resembles depression. But unlike depression, there's traditionally been no diagnosis to spur people to take action when it comes to burnout. It talks about the, uh, the, the author of the article says, for me, recovery became, and she was researching this, she said recovery can, became being about mindfulness of what you're feeling and a greater understanding of self-care. Another researcher, a PhD that wrote um, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, says the book draws a sharp distinction between stressors and stress. They explain that certain negative stimuli, feeling disrespected at work, driven to produce without agency, um, absorbing others' negative emotions or behavior, often trigger a physiological response. Hear that. 
a we're thinking this is emotion, but it's a physiological response that can become stuck. You feel stuck. You feel frozen. And this is physiological. And so I think sometimes we beat ourselves up for feeling paralyzed or feeling stuck when in fact we have pressed our bodies and our minds and our spirits into a space that they were never, ever intended to be in. And because of that, our body has now created a protection mechanism because we have the fight or flight, right? And it goes into a mode of protection that makes us think we're stuck. We are stuck. And it can actually be biochemical, physiological responses. And so let that release you from beating yourself up about feeling like you can't get yourself out of this syndrome. And it does talk about, it says chronically activated stress response means chronically increased blood pressure, which is likely constantly turning a fire hose on to your blood vessels. It says we are not built to live in this state. The stress response affects every organ system in the body as well as digestion, immune functions, hormones. I've been teaching a lot on brain science, and that's one of the things they talk about. They talk about the fact that a thought, every thought has an emotion attached to it, and every emotion automatically has a chemical attached to it. And so if you draw a picture of this, you have thoughts that have emotion, that have chemicals that set off either a firestorm in your body or set off um, a positive storm of how we are supposed to function in life. The author says, is it any surprise at this point that it feels like the country's losing its collective mind? <laughs> Knowing the stress that we put ourselves under and, and the result of that, how detrimental. So what can be done? What can be done? It says, to battle burnout, Gordon and other experts believe it's important to summon a sense of hope, to realize that you can get yourself out of this. It is possible to, to, to deal with this. And I think one thing that we do is we say, you know, this can't be fixed. Well, I can't change my job. I can't charge. I can't change my job. I can't change the people at my job. I can't, um, you know, I, I can't not do all these things that I'm doing that are causing me to be, to, to have burnout. And so we kind of talk ourselves out of a solution ever. And that's the number one problem is that you've got to stop talking yourself out of a solution. There is a solution. And, and you've got to be willing to say, okay, I don't see it right now, but I'm willing to take these small steps and some small shifts in my life until I start to see some hope. They talk in depth about the sleep cycle and how important sleep is to bust up the burnout syndrome. And then this is really cool before we go to break. It says, seek ways to complete the stress cycle. Let me, let me tell you what they say. When early humans faced stress, it usually corresponded to a mortal threat, like a predator. If they successfully avoided death, they celebrated with their community, eating, dancing, sleeping, 
All of this triggered their their parasympathetic rest and digest. Those are systems. These, These systems allowed them to complete the stress response that had kicked in when the lion started chasing them. So as we go to break, I'm going to come back and talk about this a little bit. But the fact is what they're saying is we were made by God to have a stress system, but it was not meant to never shut off. It was meant to, um, to shut off. And, and so let's think about that for a second. Let's run to break. We'll be right back. This is Amy Mills Live. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused On You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Well, good morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live program. Thank you so much for joining me this Saturday. I am um, in a in an awkward situation today. I'm I'm live with you, but I'm actually at home, and I am coming to you remotely. I'm recovering from a surgery that I thought I would be uh, doing a lot better. Let's put it that way. But I overdid the first two weeks. So now I've added an extra week to my healing. So, um, thank you guys for bearing with me today. But nevertheless, you're here and um, possibly you've taken the time to pull the podcast up, which I love. And so I am going to bring a couple of subjects to you today, actually, that I came across while I have been at home healing from this back surgery. And it really spoke to me. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with both of these topics. And the first one has to do with burnout, just how we get so burned out and living in that space that creates a a complete disconnection for us really um, in our professional life, which always carries over into our personal life and it becomes the story of our life. And I found this incredible article that talked about it and talked about some solutions. And in the midst of that, follow me here. I have been reading a book about a guy who was um, a research scientist at Harvard university. He's from Texas, just up the road in Waco And he did this entire study on the science of happiness and what it's actually called in science is the positivity factor, I believe is what they call it. They don't call it happiness. They put a little more formal name on it. And this study is fascinating. And it talks about a few things that I talk about a lot on the show where these small shifts happen in our lives that can really change the trajectory of where we're going, whether it's spiritually or professionally or personally. And so I want to share that with you today. I want to share this article about burnout 
and see if that speaks to you. And then I want to talk to you just a little bit about the intro of this study on positive psychology, happiness, and how does that translate into our spirituality? Well, it falls right in line with God's word all throughout God's word about how we are to renew our minds, how we are to not be burdened and heavy laden, that we are to give all of that to, to God, how, um, you know, one of my favorite little short, short scriptures is cast all your cares on him, cast all your troubles on him for he cares for you, cast all your burdens upon him for he cares for you. And that's really what the article and the book are talking about. And, and, and the cool thing is, is if you're listening this morning and you're not a person of faith, I mean, this is really <laughs> insightful information. If you are a person of faith, the cool thing about this information is that it really wasn't coming from a faith foundation or faith perspective, but it marries exactly what we hear from our pastor. It marries what we read out of God's word or sermons that we hear. And so I, I think it's going to help all of us. And then the, the next place I want to go in the last half of the show, and, and it'll be a second podcast. If you're podcasting, you'll just go to the next podcast. But that subject is going to be something that I came across that was an aha moment. And it had to do with a topic I talk about often, and that is what comes out of our mouth, the declaration of our words and our mouth. And that all started 12 years ago when I was uh, in the ICU, waking up paraplegic from um, a surgery that I had on my back. And my saving grace and I didn't even know what I was doing at the time, but I literally was setting myself up in the ICU for success, to be able to walk again, to regain my mobility. And what I was doing without even knowing it was using my declaration and the words that were coming out of my mouth and the setup that I was creating for the thousands of physical therapy sessions that I've gone through. And it was, it had all to do with the declaration of, of my thoughts that were coming out of my mouth and how I was setting myself up for success. So I ran across something this week that goes right along with that, but it is, takes it even a step further. And I literally had an aha moment with it. And you are too, you're going to also. And it applies to everybody. So if you're listening, whether you're listening live today or whether you're listening to the podcast, it's going to apply to you. And it's going to give you some really fantastic um, things to think about that could shift what's going on in your life. And it has to do with declaration. I don't want to spoil the secret because it's, it's so cool, but I am going to talk about that in the, in the last half of the show and if you're listening to the podcast, just go to the next podcast. I'll label them appropriately. Again, I am recording here today remotely from my house, recovering from surgery. 
and thought I could get into the, to the studio, but I can't. So the sound may not be um, as amazing as it normally is. But let me thank you uh, for just joining me today. And if you are finding us for the first time here on the bridge live in Austin, will you please go to my website, amymillslive.com. You can grab up hundreds upon hundreds of shows that we have done on that site. They're all podcast. And actually, you can even just go to where you get podcasts and look for Amy Mills Live and it'll be there and download that for just some positive uh, encouragement, some uh, radio that maybe you don't typically uh, find in your morning commute or your afternoon commute. And then go to Sold Out Ministries. Sold Out Ministries is the foundation of this program. And I founded Sold Out Ministries back in 2009. It all was birthed out of my freedom experience, uh, my faith journey, radical, radical transformation for the Lord back in really probably 1999 and just had that burning desire to share freedom with people that may not understand that they don't have to live in bondage. They don't have to live oppressed. They don't have to live with lies that they bought into even in a childhood. Uh, they don't have, we don't have to live that way. There is a better standard for our lives. And that is something that I'm crazy passionate about. When I realized that there was a different standard that I could set for myself and I looked to God to understand what that standard was, that, that my faith journey gave me permission <laughs> to set a new standard for my life. Unfortunately for me as a young girl, there were many things that happened to me that just kept lowering my standard of living until I left home as a young woman ready to start my life. And I aspired to the level that I saw myself and it was not very high. And so those things ensued in my life that were so substandard, subpar for where God says that we as his kiddos can live. And so as we go into break here in a few minutes, I just want to pose that question to you. Um, is your life, are you living substandard? Are you living with a standard that you set for yourself so long ago. You know, if we set a standard for our lives when we are in crisis, when we are going through trauma, I mean, any, any of these major uh, heavy negative places that we live or go through in our lives, when, if we set the standard there and that is our launch pad, that my friend, is where the problem lies. And I just want to encourage you today to think about the standard that you've set for yourself. And I think that that is something we should, honestly, we should really um, assess that constantly in our lives. I, I have done that. I mean, over the past 10 years, even, that this, this situation that I'm talking to you about was over 20 years ago. But even in the past six years, I have each year, things have happened in my life where I could have lowered that standard again. And instead, you know what I did? I said, I, in fact, I'm not going low. I'm going high. 
And I just kept raising the standard of what I will and will not accept in my life because that's the standard. That's the bar that I have set for my life. And that's a powerful thing. It's not something we really even are conscious of until something like this happens. You hear somebody talk about it or you get a revelation that goes, what, what am I doing? Like, where did this come from? And you go back to the point of impact. We have to go back to the point of impact sometime, not to go rehash the past for crying out loud. No, there's no life in that. But sometimes you do have to go back to the point of impact, I call it, and evaluate what came out of that. What were the lies? What is the false burden you're carrying from that? And in this case, what's the standard that you set for yourself? I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that's speaking to you because I don't necessarily think that you have to be like in some current trauma to reset the standard for yourself. I think as we grow, like, um, in fact, the Bible says we're supposed to go from glory to glory to glory, right? From level to level to level with the Lord. We're always supposed to be aspiring to a higher level. And as we do that, can you see how possibly the standard for yourself is, is now out of alignment? So just check the alignment. I think it's a powerful thing to do. All right. I want to run to break here because I want to jump back in and uh, talk to you about this article on burnout and then talk to you about the happiness study that they did, positive psychology, the small shifts that um, happiness can make in our lives and in our professional lives even. All right, this is Amy. I'll be right back. Tell your name, I'm sold 